Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Hunting Seasons, a podcast about two friends catching up on notable television shows one season at a time. I'm Broderick Gordis. I'm Demas Leary. And today we'll be discussing the latest show in our must-watch category, Season 4 of Louie. How are we, Damask? I am fantastic. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Anything exciting happened this week? Yes, I watched Season 2 of Master of None. And? It blew my mind. Oh. Everyone should watch it. It's amazing. Well, that's a preview for when we finally get around to making mm-hmm. a podcast episode about that. Yeah, you know, I don't want to overstate it, but it's some of the best television I've ever seen in my entire life. There's, Jesus. There's one episode, there's, I mean, there's actually a couple, but one in particular that I was like, holy Jesus, this might be the best episode of television I've ever seen. Um, did you watch this mainly before or after watching Louis, Louis season four? Uh, I watched them like at the same time as in I'd watch an episode of Master of None then I'd watch an episode oh, of Oh, you Louis. go from one to the other? Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Mm. All right. I'm interested. I wonder if that's playing into our opinions on this a little bit I actually. I think it might, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. On this episode, we'll be discussing everything that happens in season one, two, three, and four of Louis. If you have not yet watched Louis, pause the podcast, go and watch it, and then come back and join us. Otherwise, proceed with caution. Spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Quick breakdown. Season four of Louis has suddenly become a goddamn serialized story Mm -hmm. about the same stand-up comedian and single father of two girls, Louis C.K. Things happen and then affect the next episode. Characters are introduced and then reappear later on. The season consists of 14 episodes, one more than the first three seasons, Mm. each coming in at around 22 minutes, with the exception of two episodes that were over 30 minutes each. And took us approximately five hours and 35 minutes to watch. That's about an hour longer than previous seasons. It ended up being a lot longer than a normal season of Louie. Yeah, I remember watching those episodes that were a bit longer and being my brain was so confused. I'm like, it should be finishing now. Yeah, this should be done. Get through it, yeah. I was, I was feeling that a little bit too because you just, yeah, you're acutely aware of how long a se- an episode of Louie should be. Mm. Uh, Damask, do you have a story synopsis for us? No. Nah. Why not? Because I never do one for Louie. Why not? Because it's like a holiday for me. I don't have to do one for Louie and that's a rule I've created myself. Now, in the past, that made sense to me <laughs> because it didn't have an ongoing story. Look, I was story. very busy watching Master of None. <laughs> I couldn't have possibly found the time. Uh, great. <laughs> if there was ever a season of Louie that needed a break, uh, uh, synopsis, you know what? this was it. To people at home, watch the fucking show. <laughs> There you go. There's your synopsis. Okay, great. Thanks for abandoning people who maybe watched this show two years ago or three years ago. It was on and were like, I just need a little bit of a reminder, a recap of what happened. 
don't know, Google it, Wikipedia. Just, we'll try and go through it in detail as we go through There's it. There's a that? number of ways they can look up the synopsis. Whoa, when did you become so hostile? I will fight you, listener. <laughs> towards the, the, like the setup of the I'll show. I'll meet you in the park in an hour. And towards our listeners, my God. Wow, okay, this took a nasty turn. <laughs> I don't know what Master of None did to you, but I don't like it. I don't like who you are. I'm a whole new woman. I don't like you, who you are. <laughs> Really? I, I think... Um, no, I just that was a line from Louis. That's what his mum says to him in the... Um, oh, too soon. Oh. That was really sad. That was a bit sad. That's good. Good synopsis. Louis was sad this season. <laughs> How about that? Yep. All on. right. Uh, let's just get straight into it then. General thoughts to mask. You can go first. Oh, thank you so much, Brod. No worries. Uh, my general thoughts were I was so thankful to see some... Uh, Continuity, I guess, from episode to episode. That's that's what I wanted. And I remember last season, I think we were talking about how we'd looked ahead and noticed that a lot of the episodes were like numbered, so they were going to be connected. Uh, so that was lovely. It was wonderful to have Pamela back, which was awesome. I think she's a huge asset to the show. Uh, for the most part, I really, really enjoyed it. And I think I enjoyed it more than season three. What about you? I fucking loved it. Yeah. Like, I got three episodes in and was like, if you had to tell me, ask me right now what I think of this season, it would be five stars. Um, three like, episodes in? Three episodes in, which was before even the continuity stuff started because the first mm. two episodes, I was just like, I was just loving the vibe of the show at that stage. And we'll talk about mm. even those first two episodes in a second. It's not perfect. Um, there, I've definitely got some criticisms of it. Mm-hmm. But by adding the continuity that you were talking about, I got, you know, we talked about in the past how, like, I don't think I'll ever be able to give Louis uh, anything over a four or because I can't invest in the characters the same yep. way I do in my favorite the shows. The other shows that we love, yeah. Well, it, it did exactly that. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to give a damn because things that happened from one episode to the next affected the, each other. And mm-hmm. I, there was a c- c- persistent world. People were changing and growing and dealing with the ongoing effects of events. And I gave a shit. And like I think one of the to just spoil a point. Yeah, I want that to come is to a big later. difference between past season. Is that it makes you give a shit? Yeah. yeah, right. And it's like we we got to like season two and two especially. We're going. Oh, this show. We might never have a lot to say about this because it's just going to be a bunch of skits. Yeah. yeah. And then season three added a little bit more continuity, which mm-hmm. I liked. And this season really lent on it heavily mm. and made all the difference in my mind. But it's a different show mm. in well, a lot of ways. It's funny that you say that because um, there was like a 19, 20 month hiatus between season three and season four. Oh, really? Yes. And um, Louis C.K. has spoken in the past about that and he has said the first three seasons he considers to be like a trilogy and then he was going to make like a four, five and six more in like the same vein. So they were a trilogy as well. Right. Obviously season six hasn't happened and doesn't look like it's going to happen. Right. So that must have changed along the way. But that was his original intention when when writing and making season four. Interesting. Yeah. In a lot of ways – there's like mini movies that take place. One that's even actually like feature length if you put all the episodes together realistically. Or you can look at the whole season, pardon me, as almost being a feature length film. And it's I just, it it's a different, it's like, it's the same show. It's got a lot of the same, like it's it's Louis. You look at it and you know it's Louis. Yeah. But it its effect on me as an audience member was vastly different from any other season. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was something really special, and I really, really liked that this version of Louis. Cool. Let's go through some discussion points. Number one, there is 
no opening. Louis, Louis, no, Louis, there's Louis, not. Louis. And I think that's At probably all. got to do with the trilogy thing. Possibly, yeah, yeah. definitely. Different it just, beginning. It just isn't there. Instead, yeah. we get a black screen with white Louis title. Mm-hmm. Um, the music underneath it changes. Apparently, every week. he's been u- using that font since he's he used to make like little films back in the day. It's just he's followed him yeah. around. So that's yeah. really interesting. Um, but that's it's completely gone. I think the only remnants of that song is, I swear. Later on, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner is in it. And I swear he sings a version of that song. I thought he was singing like, Louie, Louie. Wasn't he like that? I thought he was like, Louie, Louie, Louie. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, anyway, All right, I'll go with you. That the, makes more sense. It's the closest. Uh, I Yeah, it's the closest thing to the theme song we had in the show either mm, way. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it just did not exist in the show. And I didn't miss it for a second. No, no, no. It all. does change the tone of the show though. And very intentionally, I think it worked fine. Mm-hmm. Now, the first three episodes of this season are Fairly are familiar in a way in that they're fairly standalone stories. Yeah, when when the season had started and I was watching, I was like, oh, okay, it's just going to be the same as what had come before. Yeah. and and, and so they were very similar to the, the kind of episodes we've seen before from Louis. Yes and no. I think they are in the sense... Structurally, I think they are, particularly model. No, I was going to say that's where I think they're... Di- well, I think they're a little bit different because all of them tended to be, I think, closer to little short films of their own rather than skits. I find that mo- most previous episodes of Louis would have a back first half and a back half that was so disconnected with a little bit of him on stage. Like there was a real But I found those that. two different sections to be like short films though. Yeah, but they were yes, no, I think they were more like skits because they were really focused on one idea at all times. Right? They were really focused on a very particular that doesn't negate it from being a short film, though. No, but it makes them when if you argue it's a short film versus a skit, a skit is going to explore one concept over a period of time that could be from two to ten minutes, right? But it's going to like stick on one joke or or explore one particular theme and joke the entire time. For instance, back I think has a lot going on in back in the first episode of the season starts mm. in some really interesting places. I'm trying to think what happens at the start. Uh, the bit with the um, the garbage men outside coming, yeah. breaking all the windows. Yeah. That is that is a complete throwaway. That's its own skit mm-hmm. to to into itself. Mm-hmm. Then there's stuff I think that happens. I want to say it's with his daughters, but I can't remember what the exact scenario I is. I think it is with his daughters. Yeah. Then it goes on, and he's talking. He's at the poker table. We go back to a place we've been to before with characters we've been to before, and Sarah Silverman is there again. She had a few episodes in the last season, so there's already some more continuity. They start talking like they have in previous seasons about just masturbation. Then he goes to buy a vibrator and then he has his back problem and then he goes to the doctor and the doctor is in itself a skit of its own. Well, and that's then- the thing. I... I- yeah, I agree that they're like each their own skits. But 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 then it but, but then it arcs they? back to its previous self as well mm. because it ends up being like an arc when he gets talks to the receptionist who talks about the back thing, which then the subtle punchline yeah. is he uses as a vibrator, vibrator at the end. Apparently women use them as vibrators as well. Right. And yeah. it's like but it was structurally not focused the way that like it's not like the dentist guy where he goes in and it's mm. all in the dentist and the, the joke is he goes in, he gets put under, he has that weird dream, he comes out, he's being sexually abused. Like yeah. that's a 10-minute segment that's based on just him at the dentist. Yeah, right. It was – there was an arc and like a, a flow-on effect through mm. the story that Yeah, it was yeah, – no, you're right. It's, it was like a mini episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
I would argue – I just wanted to talk about – Yeah, the way it like ties in like that reminds me of like the way a Seinfeld episode is structured. That's exactly yeah. it. It's more like that. Yeah. It's more like there was almost like a B and a C story happening here in a way. Like it wasn't a single thought through line explored mm. to its full extent. Um, It was – yeah, it was a lot of little things happening, a B, C story that all ended up in, ended up coming culminating in that subtle joke at the end, which I I just love how subtle that was, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just him walking into his room with the map because I didn't see it going there. That was a really funny way to get to that finally, get right. back to that moment. What about the model? The model is closer to mm. a conventional one. However, it's still a story that doesn't that ends in a completely different place to where it starts. In mm-hmm. the sense of it starts with him, Jerry Seinfeld walks in and asks him to do this thing. It could be just about him at the benefit. Mm-hmm. And that could be a whole thing. Mm. And then separate it by a bit of him on stand-up. And then you can go into the model a bit later if you wanted to. Yeah. But no, it becomes more of an extended short film, I mm. think. Um, I just think structurally it was it didn't feel as skittish. It I mean, it, it just felt like it was a continuing whole. It was an extended universe that one thing flowed to the next rather than they were completely separate and didn't affect each other. Mm. Even in these episodes, which are close to the more conventional, I was starting to feel that the show was the, changing. There was a difference. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I'm not arguing that it's not like still the closest to Louis that we got this season, the original mm. Louis we got this season. It was more that just already you could see yeah, the show there was is, changing There are format. certainly differences, yes. But yeah, the first, what was it, three episodes. It certainly felt like Louis though. Yeah, it did. Yeah. 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 With, yeah. And, but like, yeah, they, he's using the stand up stuff a whole lot less. It's in there, but it's just nowhere near as frequent or Particularly used towards structurally. like the second half of the show, right? Um, it's funny. He uses it like in a couple of episodes during the elevator episodes, which we'll get mm. to in a bit. Sometimes he uses it to like close out an episode or yeah. open an episode. Or he uses it more in a sense of like he actually had to go to work that night. So here's a bit of him at work, yeah. which is him doing stand up. They didn't have any of those like outtake moments, did they? Zero. Yeah. Sometimes you get to later as yeah. well. There are none. That's there nice. are no times <laughs> where they break the fourth wall like that. Yeah. I would argue there is one scene that's really weirdly breaking the fourth wall, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but no, none of those things we've complained about as being like pulling us out of the moment. Mm. Because I think he's intentionally trying to make it actually feel like a living, breathing, continuous world. I just find it even fascinating though that people like Jerry Seinfeld and Sarah Silverman back in the seasons where everything, nothing mattered from episode to episode, uh, even it's like all of a sudden there is continuity. We're just forcing continuity back on these episodes we've already seen. It was weird, but fine. And then we, so that was Model, which, what do you think of, what do you think of back in Model? I haven't even asked you that much yet. I didn't like Model at all. No, why not? <clears throat> I found the character of the Model who's played by, what's her name? Yvonne, Yvonne uh, yeah, the chick from Chuck. Oh, I was going to say the chick from Dexter. Oh, is she in Dexter? She was in the last two seasons of Dexter. Dexter. She's great. The show's horrible by then. Right. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. Um, She's just, Australian too. Yeah. No, I know that because sometimes it comes out in Chuck. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> by accident. But yeah, it's a little, oh, okay. It's a little bit Aussie there. It's like early Mel Gibson films, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. I think I I enjoyed watching Louis arrive at the fa- the function and being out of place and his awful stand awful stand up. It was so great. It was it was I mean, I personally loved it, but 
it was not the time nor the place. We were the target audience. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know I just, I'm kind. I'm sick of like crazy. His interactions with crazy women. Was she crazy? She didn't do anything insane. He knocked her out. Unintentionally. Her personality was goddamn manic. It was insane. It was so over the top. I don't think there was ever any judgment on her personality, though. It was so over the top. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't believe her, like, character for a second at all. So, I didn't like it. What is it? And I also didn't really like the joke, I guess, that he, like, elbows her in the face and then has to pay 5000 a month. Okay, sure. Like, I was like, what? What? Okay, cool. It was, the joke was that somehow this story made him more endearing to the women who didn't find him interesting. Yeah. Uh, that joke didn't work for you? No, it didn't. Okay, fair enough. Right. <laughs> I, just didn't, I really didn't like it very much at all. All right. Uh, this third of this trilogy of closer to standard Louis episodes we have was So Did the Fat Lady. Loved it. Yeah, right. Okay. So good. You talk about it. What, what did you love about it? Uh, what's the character's name? Vanessa? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Vanessa. Played wonderfully. I think the actress's name is Sarah Baker. Knocks out of the park. A really endearing, charismatic, interesting female character, which you, we definitely don't always get from this show, which was lovely to see. Um, I found the direction wonderful when her and Louis are like on their date, I guess, and she starts going on into her little monologue. Oh, that's I, the bit I disagree with you on. Oh, I I love that. I love the the changing perspective. Um, I I no, and I I remember thinking as she was doing her monologue, like, oh, this is a bit heavy handed, but I actually loved it. I thought it was, yeah, no, I I thought it was really strong. I like the episode a lot overall. I even like that last scene quite a bit, but I think it is directionally weak. Mm-hmm. It is. In what way? There are these long pauses like she's forgetting her lines that don't feel deliberate they just feel out of place no i disagree and i have a theory on what went wrong Mm. because they're trying to do it all in one long take Mm -hmm. and they're also trying to do it at fucking magic hour yeah which means you get one to two shots at that shit Mm -hmm. i don't think they got what they needed in that time i think it is missing it is lacking uh an intensity or a gravitas that it needed for me like I love what I love the words. Mm. I even like the words when they're being said. I just feel like it wasn't. I don't know it wasn't hitting hard enough for mm. that. That was literally just in the direction or some of the de- the pacing of the delivery. Right. That it's like I love everything else about it. Mm. I just had it was like thinking going, just this isn't sharper as it should be. It should be sharper. You know, I disagree completely. Okay. I think it felt really organic to me. And like someone who is thinking of what to say and how to articulate it and those pauses are wonderful to just show how Louis just like has no has no way of responding to but it. Because we've seen that before But it wasn't from him. focused on Louis. It was focused on her or the two of them and everyone. It really didn't focus on Louis much at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I, I know that. But I'm saying those moments of like when we do see the two of them and he's just like there like scratching his goatee or whatever and just kind of like staring off a little bit and then she goes back into it because she's like she has more to say on it and then he's just kind of like this passive thing. Yeah, no, I thought it was really effective. 
Do we? Do you need long pauses? Can't you just make sure the camera gives him a moment to show that he's got nothing to add that he's no, vacant? Or, you don't or... need anything, no. But I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. It, I, it worked for me. I thought it was really good. It seemed really organic. Yeah, but organic. Uh, what might have felt real, it didn't feel. Mm, didn't grab me. It didn't. It didn't take me by the like. It, yeah, I know. It didn't engage me. I guess as well mm-hmm. as it should have. I was left with too many moments to think about the direction. If I'm thinking about the direction, then you've like for me, you've mm-hmm. done it wrong. I guess the problem. If I'm sitting there going, well, I don't understand. Yeah, if I'm thinking too much about why choices have been made in that moment, then you've lost me. You've mm. I'm not I'm not listening to your message as much as I should be. I'm hearing the words, but you've yeah, you're not delivering in a way that's penetrating my cynicism well enough. Fair enough. Uh, that's my problem with it. Yep. But that being said, I do like I like everything else in the episode that she she did was great. It was mm-hmm. a great performance. Um great character, really awesome episode in terms of the topic that was on it. Yep. And I do like ultimately that scene a lot. I just just had to take a point off just, I, I swear it came down to the direction. It's not even a performance thing mm. so much. It was just, yeah, it was just, and like, it must be so hard when you're the director and in the scene as well. You can't just start yeah, directing course, yeah. her from within the shot, especially <laughs> yeah, when you're trying to do true. it all in one take and yeah. at Magic Cow. That's the thing. I kept looking at it and going, I think I know what went wrong here. Mm. Um, it's an ambitious thing to film something in one long shot as well. It's really ambitious. You only get so many chances. You can't. You can't change it. You have to... If you get three takes, that's all you get. You have to choose one of those three takes, no matter what. Yeah. What if What if two it's of those... so much pressure on you. What yourself. if two of those versions, they got halfway through or three quarters of the way through and they fucked it and they're like, fuck, guys, we got to get this done. And so you're left with that take. I just wasn't sure that was their best take. Is my, yeah, is my maybe answer. choosing to do it at uh, yeah, Magic Hour. Was it wasn't a great decision. It was a bad choice. But I don't, yeah, I, it didn't affect my experience of it at all. Totally. I, it, I think it actually and added to it. That is a lot of like conjecture and like I am talking completely out of my ass as to what that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah. that's my suspicion. Yep. Moving on from those episodes, at that point, I was already really enjoying the show and thinking it was delivering some of the best stuff that Louis done and loving this new format that seem to be more these little short films rather than skits put together. Mm-hmm. Then we get to Elevator, mm-hmm. which is six episodes yeah, based around a couple of storylines, basically, for six episodes total. Yep. Um, what did you think of Elevator as a whole? At the beginning, I was really disappointed. I'm like, oh, cool. So we ne- never get to see Vanessa again. Um, who was the fat lady? Oh right, yeah, yeah sure. We never get to see her. I'm like, oh, f- fuck you, but Louis. That's because Louis Louis didn't date her. Like, was never going to happen. I, yeah, that's bullshit. Anyway, uh- <laughs> Louis, Louis, like Louis. Yeah, that's funny though. I agree with you. Like, he, he should have grown, but he wasn't going to. No. Um. What a dick. <laughs> yeah. So at first, I was like rolling my eyes because I'm like, fucking hell. Like, can we? not have like one cool female character like that just hangs around and then it was replaced by this mute woman. I was like, cool, that's awesome. Um, really connecting to that person. I loved Ellen Burstein, 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 uh, who plays the aunt. Yeah. The older woman. Uh, Ivanka? Yes, Ivanka. Yep. Uh, it felt very Woody Allen to me. Yeah. I know we've spoken about that before with definitely. Louis. Yeah. It definitely. Yeah, it totally felt like yeah, some Woody Allen stuff going on. 
what what else with the other than the love story? What else was going on? on There's the stuff with Jane, who is like struggling with school. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's come also yeah in context later when Lily's dealing with her own shit as well. Yeah, so the kids are going through shit. Um, no, it's ma- it's really mainly like. Lily is barely in these episodes. She's yeah, no, there. I'm talking about like later when yeah, yeah. Uh, Lily's got her stuff happening. Mm, I mean, I find Jane incredibly annoying. Right. Uh, I'm just like, fuck, she needs a good slap. <laughs> if I had like done that, my dad would have like walked me on the butt because that's what I would have deserved. She's like acting like an insane person. In what? Which sense? When she runs off the train. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. But. I loved that whole sequence. That, it is great. <laughs> that dad panic is yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so And Lily's real. just like, dad, dad, it's fine. It's fine, dad. It's fine. Remember the plan? It's fine. Exactly. I fucking loved that whole sequence. It was so real. Like, like it was hype, like, hyper real, but it was like everything it was saying mm. was true. Yeah. It was so true. Yeah, it was. I loved that. Yeah, it was and true. How- and I like the way it was filmed, I think. Uh, Louis C.K. performed amazingly in it. Like he, he's so good when he's in dad mode. Definitely. Like he's yeah, he's totally there. And then the follow the, up when they went back to the mum's house and how angry <laughs> Janet was was also true. Yeah, and, you were and Jane was like scared. Yes, yeah. totally scared of mum fury. Yeah, um, yeah. It just bothered me the whole like I'm still in a dream thing. I'm like, what is that? Is that like? Yeah, anyway, didn't no, no to that. So you didn't you didn't find the stuff like cuz there's an ongoing discussion this is the third storyline I would argue mm. is that beyond what's actually happening with Lily, you have the ongoing like relationship of a divorced Louis and Janet to go through as well. Yeah, that's what I was bringing up what was going on with Lily and Jane. Like they're both finding things to deal with their current predicament. Like Lily chooses weed like Louis did. Um, when he was a child and Jane is obviously acting out. She's attacking her teacher. She's, you know, running off or taking risks and that kind of thing to kind of do. I, I was more interested in that when we finally got to the point towards the end and we saw stuff was going on was going on with Lily and it's like clearly as much as everyone seems to be coping with on the surface of a divorce, like both Janet and Louis, you know, they – in past seasons have been like, oh, we have totally nailed co-parenting. And this season we kind of see that it's not as simple as that. Like they have their issue and then Jane's got her stuff and Lily's got her stuff. So I, I like seeing the different ways that people in the family either handling it or not handling it. I thought that was cool. Um, but moment to moment, yeah, some of the stuff with Jane is – I, I get annoyed by her. What, what about Janet, though? As in the oh, I think, between I think Louis she, and I think that's great. I really yeah. like their dynamic. I, as someone who was like, I've never experienced divorce. Like my my parents are still together. I've you know I'm I'm not allowed to get married, so I can't get divorced. <laughs> Go Australia. Um, Taiwan, Taiwan, I believe just uh, they did past gay mm-hmm. marriage. Fuck, amazing. <laughs> Jeez, um, congratulations, Taiwan. I'm very happy for you. Um, yeah, so it's interesting to see. Like, I loved when they were in the therapy session, and then afterwards, they're kind of just being really honest with each other and realizing that a re- like relationship exists, whether they're 
together or not. Yeah, that was cool. That was yeah, no, I, I really liked that and I thought that was really sharp writing. It was performed wonderfully. Um I don't know, maybe my experience of this season was just totally marred by the fact that Master of None blew me away. Maybe. I think it might be. Like, I you I I'd be honest with you, you seem hostile towards this episode. <laughs> like you almost seem angry with it. I yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I really, really, really liked what it was. I liked the story mm. it was telling. And I, I find it interesting that I you think- were splitting this these up. If you're going from one to the next and one to the next to one to the next, mm. these were actually released in pairs. Yeah I, did, yeah, I did read that. So, if you imagine the six episodes that make up Elevator, mm. they were released as couplings. So, you would you watch think- 40 yeah, minutes or an hour of each one and then you'd wait away and get the next bit. So, mm. they were meant to be – they were even then intended to be watched – as in some parts as a whole, mm. there was like a three act structure to that. Though that line. wasn't that just scheduling from FX. I don't. Know. Well, maybe except that what they did with. I mean, that's possible because apparently that had something to do with like Emmy nominations or something, and they were like it changed their schedule, and that's why they were done like that. Maybe, but okay. If that was the case, then when we get to talking about um, in the woods stuff, mm. that was like that was basically one long movie that yeah. wasn't that was like an hour and a half movie is how people experienced that show i so. just to like change the tone a bit i loved those episodes see for me they were the weakest part i freaking especially, loved especially the them. first half oh like the first one yeah the first i loved one, it yeah except i've seen that a million times before like the second half i found to be more compelling because mm. they're actually exploring like the consequences of this stuff yeah the first part when they're just being rebellious teenagers and getting involved with weed or even teenagers they're all Fucking grade six, but anyway. Thirteen. He says he's thirteen, doesn't he? Sure. Yeah. Uh twelve, thirteen, yeah. yeah. They I like I've seen this so many times. Mm. I've like I've I'm watching Freaks and Geeks bit by bit. Like I've seen yeah. this done and done better. And I was just like, I and that's that's fine. It was mm. it was the setup, right? Yeah. It was the first half of a bigger story. Mm. But if I'm taking an episode that I could throw that I would go, that was the weakest episode, that first one's for me. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. Yes, I've seen obviously shows and movies about kids getting into drugs and blah, 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 whatever. Have I seen it done exactly like that? No. Have I seen it done better? Maybe. But I I liked the way they did it. I thought it was oh, really I didn't, strong. I didn't think it was anything bad with it. I just didn't. Usually Louis, um, usually Louis to me does things differently or uniquely enough that that makes it special in its own mm. way. I think what made this special for me in watching it was seeing that this parent panic, this real worry, come and seeing exactly where that comes from, which is like obviously you know personal experience and seeing the details of that. I like I, you know, I really, in, you know, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, but I really yeah enjoyed watching that because I know like when I've done things. In the past, am I particularly my dad's was so strongly against it, but like never really being able to understand where that was coming from because I don't know like what he's done or hasn't done in the past, and I don't know I just I just really connected to that. It's a great framing device, but it kind of mm. makes it a bit of just like a don't do drugs PSA, and I don't think it gets there in the first episode. It's not until the second episode that we really see what happened to not just Louis but the people around him, mm-hmm. his relationship with his mother, his relationship with his dad, his relationship with his friends, that we get to that point anyway. The first episode is a lot of just set up. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad has happened yet. Yeah. It's just them smoking a lot of weed. Mm. Um, and but he's but gone I think to Jeremy Renner. With 
the way because Louis can kind of do what he wants, I guess, with like in the way that he structures his episodes. And I think like he's kind of earned that as we have gone along. Um, So the fact that that one episode isn't like a complete story, it didn't detract from that. Yeah, it didn't detract from the episode for me because I knew there was a two next, you know? Yes. I just think if you took that, if you just, if I'm taking out an episode Mm. and like showing one episode, because we're meant to pick favorite and least favorite episodes, Mm -hmm. that one doesn't offer me anything special. It's not there yet. It's not. Whereas I think you could take, there are enough moments in other episodes, even like the six episodes that make up Elevator, I can take one of those and show you it. And there's like, even just the way they like, one of my favorite bits in Elevator was the little bookend joke that I think is beautiful Mm. about Louis and his brother, where they start the episode and he's, you know, he can't make two buttons work on his blueberry. And his brother tries to, because his brother's back, by the way. Blueberry? No, Blackberry, sorry. Blackberry, yeah. That's it. It's an old old tech. No one has them anymore. Um, Blueberry. Yeah. His raspberry. The... He... He's trying... His brother, who is back... Who we said, oh, that's the one continuity we've never seen again. Mm. He's just he's just back for a couple of episodes. Um, he's trying to take it from him to fix it, and Louis says no, and then he gets pissed off. And behind him, the brother is like making obscene gestures and stuff. And at the very end of the episode, just during the end credits, the two of them are looking at an iPad, watching something, and laughing hysterically. And I was like, that is the simplest, most beautiful representation of what brotherhood is. I've never seen. Yeah, I didn't it. connect to that at all. <laughs> I, I mean, we've had Liam on the show. Yeah. I have never seen a better representation of the relationship I have with my brother. Mm. We are e- piss each other off no end, and we also I have things and laugh with Liam and share things with Liam that I could I would never do with anybody else. I have a completely unique relationship just with my brother. That those two 30 second sequences mm. tell that entire story and that by itself would be enough to put that episode above what that first one of in the woods does because in the woods just doesn't get anywhere yet it doesn't right. have doesn't offer me anything except that they did drugs when they were teenagers which again I've seen so many times before not that it's a bad episode I'm not saying it's yeah, a bad episode yeah. at all it's just it didn't it, I was like oh that episode's over mm. I don't really sure what happened then. Right. That's yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I really did respond to it a lot. And I, I think it is just, yeah, it's that fascination of like parent fear. And to me, it, it was, it was obviously more silent than what we see with when um, Jane jumps off the subway and Louis sure. has to go and fight. Like it's obviously a, a different form of that. But yeah, I find that so, I, yeah, I just find that fascinating. Like how, Everything you've done before has like different consequences now because of because it's like you can see the future for your kids, but obviously you can't. You're just looking at your own past. But yeah, no, I find that fascinating, and I I got that from the first episode, and I certainly got it from the second one. Well, the second episode definitely. The second episode gets to that point. Yeah, it's able to deliver on that. Anyway, we got way off track there. What were we talking? We were talking about, about elevator. I think. Oh right. We haven't even talked about Amia really yet. Mm. You found her boring. As a character? I was... I think I it, I was frustrated because I had, was so excited about the character of Vanessa and then we meet this woman who can't speak English and that Louis can't really communicate with at all 
and is just like a projection of whatever he or the viewer is putting on her. That annoyed me at the beginning. And so like the first like two episodes, I was like, oh, God damn. Oh, no, actually probably the second and the third episode because the first one of Elevator, we only like she's see her glim- for a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Um, I, I could not understand how I was meant to connect to this relationship. How I was meant to feel sad that she was going, I I I just couldn't. You didn't you didn't feel Louis how his relationship with this woman was making him feel. Well, that's the thing. The more we are able to see like a Louis with like some sort of continuity, the less I like him, and the more I root for him to be with any woman at all. Yeah, and like the scene where they finally have sex. Yeah. I really didn't like that. At really? All. Yeah. No. Why not? I, I, he was so aggressive that it made me uncomfortable. Oh, I, uh, I, I think there's a bit more of that that comes up even with the Pamela stuff. Oh, yeah. No, we'll get to that. Yes. Yeah. Tra- that's that plus a million. Yeah. But this, the first instance of that is with him and Amia. Is that her name? Amia. Amia. Sorry. Um, her and Arm. Him and Amia. Uh, yeah. He was. He's just so big and he's so grabby and he's always like stopping women yeah. from leaving his apartment totally. and then like dragging them around and like pulling off their clothes. And I was like, maybe I just don't understand like male and female, like sexual dynamics, but that seems really kind of fucked up to me. I No, I a hundred percent agree with yeah. that. So then like it, it's, and obviously like she then felt guilt about that. And I didn't know where that was coming from. Cause I did not speak her language. And so I was worried about her. That's and like, exactly how he felt. Yeah, but I think he was worried that she felt guilty about it. At no point was I thinking that or got the idea that Lou was like, oh, I f- maybe that was like, maybe there was something wrong about that situation from what I had done and not coming from a place of she's feeling guilt because she's religious. I think I think what you're talking about, the character of Louis as being like aggressive and grabby and all those things is mm-hmm. true. I don't think the show is ever pointing in that direction as being the problem, though. I think very early on, and early enough in that, that she was, she was actively participating in what was going on. Mm, I, I, there were moments where like she was trying to get away, and, they, and he would like grab her, and like she clearly couldn't get away, and so like she would kind of then become more passive as opposed to like forcefully like pushing him away. It it yeah no it until which it is wasn't interesting a, in context of what we've been talking about in Orange <laughs> the New Black actually yeah it, was, it wasn't until like the very end when she was like kissing him back that I was like oh okay maybe she does want it but up until then and I feel like that scene goes for like ages of them like pushing and pulling and certainly felt like it that made me go oh yeah it made me feel very uncomfortable and I was just like well I don't really like this version of Louis and I'm certainly not rooting for this relationship. Hmm, okay. Well, what did you think about their relationship? I thought, I mean, it, the thing is that it, it, he was projecting so much onto it. And yeah. that was sort of the tragedy of the whole thing, right? Mm. Is that it all looked very sweet and she was obviously, she was sweet to some extent. And she was, she had that con- like instant connection with, Jane when they mm. were on playing the violin together and stuff like that and she's playing chess with Lily and all those things and the way she was making him feel is the bit that I was mm. more engaging with and yeah. like 
and interestingly, when we got to Pamela number one, part one, mm. he has that conversation with Dr. Bigelow, who was a great character. I really loved so his So good, the dad from well. the Beethoven movies. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out the entire time. That's yeah. exactly who it is. Um, funny that he's got a dog in that show now. <laughs> um, the And talking about like how sad he was and he's talking about how misery is wasted on the miserable mm, and like yeah. all these things. I... I was, I mean, I've no. That's that's what the show did this season. I mm. loved is that because there was continuity and because we were exploring his relationship, previous relationship with Janet, and we've seen him even when it hasn't been part of an ongoing continuity, trying to connect with women constantly and find love. Mm. That even seeing like an extended period of contentment for him was gratifying, was engaging, and I was sucked into that. As much as, unfortunately, Armia is not much of a character because I can't stand a goddamn word she's saying. Yeah, I think it is... Yeah, I I was perhaps struggling watching the show that is so completely from his perspective. Um, just because he... I don't, I don't find him very... He's not likable this season. I, I f- find him charmless. I f- find him, like, yeah, like, almost controlling in a lot of ways with like the women he's in and he's like there's this level of desperation and I understand that that's the story that they're telling but I don't like him and I think I'm really struggling with that is he charm charmless throughout the entire season there's no there's I mean I'm I'm sure there is I'm sure there are like moments where he is charming but it's just that like that extreme level of desperation that makes him feel really icky to me not sympathetic in any way. We've seen him through so much. The even if they weren't, as I said before, locked in continuity. Mm. We've seen like uh, for you, it sounds like you're really disappointed that Vanessa didn't stick around. Like oh, for yeah. you, that felt like that's where the show should have gone. And when it yeah. didn't do that, it portrayed you on that one. Yeah, thing I never thought for a second that she was going to stick around. I know. I just hoped. Sure. I just really hoped uh, that she would. It would have been great. I would have liked to have seen that too because mm. there's a million different ways you can go with that. Um, I just thought a lot it, of it would have been more interesting in Elevator if he was with a woman that. Um, I could understand why he was so uh, besotted. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, besotted's good. Yeah, besotted with, um, and they like really truly built something. And then when like Pamela rears her head or whatever, I just feel like it would have. It's so complicated. Do you go with like the woman of the now or the woman of the past? Um, and I just yeah, but I've seen that before. Uh, there's something about the way the the fantasy that is Armia. That works though, because Vanessa is a known quantity. I know it's There's a good way to hidden. highlight his patheticness. Totally sure, but I'm but I'm kind of t- I don't it didn't I don't like that. There was nothing about that relationship that you found touching at all. There was nothing about the way that he was trying so desperately and sometimes capable of bridging their gap of like language barrier. The way that she integrated into his life in such a nice way. Yeah, I think he likes how easy she is. Be- is she easy? Because she can never really – I'm certainly not like Pamela where she's like in his face and like commanding in any sort of way in their relationship. Yeah, like you said, she does just fit in beautifully and he gets along with her aunt and there's a like real sense of family and, and almost like false connection because he's like once again like 
like projecting onto her of like this perfect woman, this new life that he can have. But I, that just adds to the patheticness. But so you don't believe they had any real connection at all, the two of them? Even after that final scene where she writes the letter and takes him to a Hungarian restaurant to have the waiter or the maitre d' read it out for him and it's... Well, it's, it was kind of a bit like um, show, don't tell, really. I didn't see them have this amazing connection. Didn't you? No, I didn't. Mm, I have, that's where I would disagree with you. Mm. Is I... You disagree I, that I saw that? No, I disagree <laughs> that it, I think it was there. I, I, I think I saw a connection. As much as I think it's easy to, enough to argue that he's projecting it a lot onto her, mm. I think that's true. There's that beautiful sequence where it's one take shot, I'm pretty sure, of he's cooking and Lily, uh, Jane is playing the violin and Lily is playing chess with her and he puts his hand on her shoulder and she grabs his hand and it's beautiful. It's lovely. It's like... Well, you you said it before, one, one like she is, slotted if, in, like and like she slotted in so easily, like mm. that was a bad thing almost. But I was like, that's beautiful. He found someone. Well, she slots in as like a blank canvas. I don't see like, oh, this woman fits in this family beautifully. That, I that, don't know who that she is. Scenes particularly, I think, would work beautifully though. To do that, she is connecting with. Uh, he, she's connected with his children in ways that he hasn't had a woman do ever, basically, at any stage in, that we've known. But him I don't show. know who she is. At any, I don't understand. She might be able to play chess and the violin, but I don't know who she is. That's fair. That's definitely that's definitely a fair thing. That and therefore it feels so from Louis' perspective that it just yeah. They talk about this a little bit as well, though. I think it's Doctor Bigelow. I want to say is like, mm. oh no, no, it's one of his mates who says you've done it beautifully here because you've missed the part where you get to know her and then get to know all the things that you give you the shits about her mm. and then you try and fix that by getting married then you try and fix that by having kids and mm. that doesn't work so you do everything you can to never see them again or get divorced and like they talk about that that it's it's extremely early on in their relationship and that it's that most like honeymoon period love quote unquote that it could that you could have mm. but that doesn't make it I don't think that takes away from it being sweet or beautiful or something that I'm happy to see Louis have. And Louis, like you're right, it is very much from Louis' perspective. Mm. The show's called Louis and it's always been about his perspective though. But yeah, I think this, my enjoyment or interest in his perspective is waning. Okay. Yeah. I really wonder whether Master of None is (laughs) screwed over this season. Mm. I feel like you may have, like it sound like you're so besotted with that, and I can't wait to watch it. Like yeah. I'm really looking forward to it because I enjoyed the first season of Master of None quite a bit. I look forward to talking about both seasons with you at some stage on the show on on hunting seasons, hopefully. But boy, boy, I don't know if it set your expectations to a place that were unreachable. I, I it's funny. I look back at Master. I look at season one of Master of None. I haven't seen season two yet. Mm. Like it owes so much to Louis. Oh, absolutely. Like as in Ansari's and building. I even like noticed that as I'm, you know, watching Louis and Master of None and they're kind of like, you know, love letters to New York in a way and they're about like totally. men like trying to find love and being awkward and weird and yeah. there's also like, you know, a lot of like social issues being brought up. Master of None does it better. Great. Much better. <laughs> this is like trying to watch uh Twin Peaks after you've seen every show that's ever been yeah, based yeah. on it mm. and that has built on it and done it better since. Yeah. That has taken out the crap that I don't like and, only, and put in stuff that I do like. 
or trying to go back. Did you ever see John Carter? Do you know Do you know the series John Carter or John Carter of Mars? Was oh it, yeah, yeah. Um, Brad, Bur- no, Andrew Stanton went and made um, the John Carter live action movie. Mm-hmm. John Carter is like it's one of the worst films ever made, right? Uh, it's not one of the worst films ever made. Oh, it's a bad I mean. movie, though. Right. It's not. It's not one of the worst films ever made. But it's a boring film, unfortunately. And part of the reason for that is that it is one of the original versions of like a sci-fi fantasy hero's tale type mm. thing. So much so that things like Star Wars and everything that have come since Star Wars have ripped it off wholesale. And right. when you go back to that story and try and tell it and it's not as good as the way that it's been refined later on, it's mm. a crap story. Yeah. It's a crap film. It's got great some good ideas on there that have been done 800 million times better since. Yeah, right. And it sucks for that story because mm. it's sort of a touchstone and revolutionary in a lot of ways, but you can't go back. It's like watching Citizen Kane. You can't go back and watch Citizen Kane and go... Oh, this is gripping because it's not, mm. though I respect it for yeah. what it did for the art of cinema. Mm. Um, well, it's well, weird watching the show that's built on Louis's grave or... or, or <laughs> no, that's certainly not... And there are a lot of aspects of this season that I do like. Like I said, I really enjoyed the... What was it? In the Woods? Yes. I, I enjoyed those two episodes. I enjoyed, bar the weird rape of or attempted rape of Pamela, I enjoyed Pamela 2 and 3. Now uh, let's let's just get there. Let's okay. just go to Pamela. No, can, actually, let's do in the woods. I think we're done with army. I think we can. Haven't just, we spoken about in the woods? Uh, a little bit. Or you just told me why you didn't like it? Yeah, basically. Um. Well, okay. Sorry. I'll try and make this a bit clearer. Is there anything else we want to say about elevator? Oh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Flashback. We got a flashback to Janet and Louis when they really were married. Like, really, really, really liked that. Loved it. Yeah, that was great. So good. Mm-hmm. Really great. Yeah. Excellent. Loved that entire scene. Janet's white. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it anymore. Yep. Um, we cannot rely on our narrator, folks. Pam returned as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that episode, in that uh, one of those episodes, can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. She kicks Louis in the store, and he's just she's back. Yeah, and like she basically says, like, if you want to give this a go, I I'm want here. it as well. Yeah. And then he walks away, which I thought was really great. With uh, this like righteousness that you know is just going to come back to bite him. Totally, it's quite absolutely. Good. Yeah, um, I. I really liked what Elevator was. I loved it as an experiment inside Louis to tell an ongoing story. It ended up basically being a film. Like, it, you could just take those six episodes and you can make a movie out of it, basically. Um, I think there are episodes in there that... I think it's one episode too long. 
Yes. I think episode yeah, I think it's too long as well. five in particular could probably get the heck out of there. There's that whole sequence with one of his mates at the comedy cellar talking about his day when he, because he's single. And it is one of the least necessary moments in the entire show. No, I actually really like that sequence. I, I think I like it as a sequence. Just by itself. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It should not have been in that episode. It didn't. That's, Elevator yeah, part true. five. Put it somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put it here, please. Yeah, but the, I I enjoyed that though. It was it was good for what it was, mm. but it was a skit that should have belonged in a previous season of Louis. I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, fair call. Overall, I liked it though. I I think there's it's not perfect. Like the Armia stuff. Is, yeah, I think you got a lot of good criticisms there about Armia, but I loved the story it was telling about him and. Janet, in particular, mm. I love. Yeah, no, I'll definitely give it that. Some I of the cinema really enjoy that aspect. Photography as well. There's a really great uh, choice that's made when they're in, like, talking to the like, I don't want to say relationship counselor, but whoever it is, though, the the woman that costs eight hundred dollars. Yeah, the therapist. The of therapist, some kind. and their shot follows Louis, who walks over to the window and sticks his head out. And oh. this beautiful <laughs> shot overlooking down one of these New York streets yeah, and he screams, screams into the void. Mm. And like, the camera just goes out the window with him and then comes back in and then he sits down. I thought that was like brilliant and like a deliberate cinematic choice as being there. Effort was put into making that shot work, which I love. Mm-hmm. And then the follow-up was when they're in the elevator and, she, and Janet's like, how much does that cost? And he's like, $800. She's like, oh, that's so much money. He's like, yeah, we could have... Uh, Jane killed one of them them. killed yeah (laughs) and I loved the timing the editing all of a sudden became apparent to me because then Janet just does this little chuckle and it just cuts Mm. perfect timing yeah that's true yep I'm loving how sharp this show is getting in that secret anyway the hurricane stuff I'm a bit here or there on that Mm -hmm. is it did this come out the same year as Orange is the New Black season 2 like was hurricanes a thing at the time 2013 maybe it was like hurricanes were really in fashion, apparently, well, for a period this there. Was, I mean, after the Hurricane New York. This season Ka- is... Not Katrina. Whatever um, that one was. Oh, what was it called? That one. That one. It was called that one. That one. Hurricane, that one. I Yeah, I think it was It was based on that big one that hit Jersey. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this half of Brooklyn is already dead. This yeah. half will be dead <laughs> within four hours. That was... That new stuff, I'm like... Is that Perd Happily? Like some of the thing lines, I'm like, Perd Happily would say that. From the bit about right. all the people that died in the fire because they were in a fire. It was too like, hot the for building. their body or something. Yeah. 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 The, I, but I do love those sequences. Just the utter like gibberish news speak. Mm. Like the news exists in a different reality. Yeah. It's very funny, that stuff. Um, so for what it was, I really liked, I, it pulled me in. I, Elevator is the clearest uh, example of continuity coming to the show and working for me. I'm sorry I didn't for you. Uh, in t- in the woods. Mm-hmm. So this is a flashback sequence to Louis when he was a teenager. Uh, after he finds Jane, no Lily, smoking pot at some music festival. Yeah, some outdoor music thing. Yep. Pulls her away. Super angry dad. Uh, starts reflecting on his own sort of situation with drugs as a kid. Apparently based on real life story. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read that. Yep. He, that's just him doing pretty well at school. Um, what, how did he first get drugs? Oh, one of his mates had one. Was he doing well at school? He was doing okay. He right, was like, yeah. he was like. Like a normal kid. He was a normal kid yeah. who was, you know, liked by his teachers. And he, mm-hmm. he, the teacher said he was one of his best students. Like he was doing okay. I think, yeah. I mean, he was, he, I, I mean, I got the impression that he, it was more like, oh, you know, he's engaged and he's a nice kid and. 
That's yeah. That's not bad. That's no, a that's good place to be all. as a kid. Yeah. Um, in school. Um, yeah, start smoking weed, makes friends with this sort of little weedy kid and the bully of the school, apparently. I think the little weedy kid's always been his friend. Yeah, no, he yeah, was already his yeah. friend. Yeah, he was the one that had the pot. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it blows up. They get obsessed with smoking drugs, basically. Mm-hmm. Start throwing their life in the toilet uh, in grade six. Mm-hmm. He goes to buy more weed from Jeremy Renner, who's in this for some reason. Yeah. I really like Jeremy Renner in this, too. Mm. I thought he was great. He was good at being charming and scary as fuck. Oh, yes. Yeah. Really like that. He's a very good actor. Apparently, Philip Seymour Hoffman was meant to be in these episodes, which is he, very Was sad. he meant to be the school teacher? I think so, maybe, yeah. I think he was too. It was dedicated to him, wasn't it? Mm. That is very sad. Fucking hell. What a what? Yeah, fuck drugs. Yeah, right? <sighs> um, And then he starts stealing scales for this guy, and from there, basically, the shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I really, really like where it goes. The second half in particular, when we start getting his dad shows up, who I believe is played by the guy who played his uncle, uncle yeah, which was really weird. Is this the same woman who played his mom in season mm-hmm. two? It is, is it? So that's a re- yeah, actual with, recurring like, the Catholic casting. school version. That was I her- believe it was. I didn't double check, but I was like, oh, that's her. Again. I wasn't sure if yeah. it was either. This is like the ninth version of casting for Louis at this stage. <laughs> yeah. He's had so many. I feel like this kid has been in an earlier episode as well. Has he? I'm I- pretty sure he has been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved watching the breakdown of his relationship with his mum mm-hmm. to some degree. Yep. Where do you think that left off? I'm trying to remember. Are they sort of, is their connection broken at this point going forward or? No, I don't think so. I, that's not the impression I got when he was like, she, he was, she was with him. Um, when he was like there for his appointment. That's true. Just sitting by his side. I was trying to figure out if this was, they were trying to show retroactively fix the continuity error that his mother is completely uninterested in him <laughs> in season one, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's still room to kind of do that retcon a little bit yeah. because the guy goes, you know, like your parents can't help you because they're part of the problem. Yeah. So you can kind of see like how that would degrade over time. Sure. Mm. Um, the bully sort of ends up getting arrested. Louis gets yeah. off basically scot-free. Mm-hmm. Um, he loses that he's this friend, the little weedy kid. Yeah. Uh, it was a very honest um, story. It did feel a bit PSA to me, though. See, I didn't get the impression that it was like, don't do drugs. I didn't get that impression at all. What, it, it didn't what, feel PSA to me. What was the message for you? The message was, as a parent, Louis is trying to figure out how to navigate, obviously, her his daughter is growing up and going to be doing things and like how is he going to approach that is he going to be a part of the problem can he even help her through that and so at the end i think he's just kind of like well i I just have to be here i'll give you a hug and tell you that i love you and that's kind of yeah it was more like from like that's true yeah yeah yeah. you're right that and and that moment at the end with uh, lily works great Mm. like that is Great. And I, maybe that's part of my problem is I kind of wish there was more adult Louis and Lily in this because they cut just to remind you that mm. he's like with her and he's yeah, like thinking that about it, happening, yeah. that he's like ruminating on his experiences. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to more uh, Louis and Lily. I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I, I guess the thing, maybe this is my problem as well, is that I'm not that invested in young Louis, especially when I know how he turns out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I care more about him and Lily. 
Yeah. And so that moment at the end is great for me because I care about those two. Mm-hmm. The parts of him, young him, and his friends that I'll never see again. Um, and I know what, how he turns out already. Like it's a foregone conclusion. All of this stuff, and it's it. Th- that's the bit that makes it feel a bit PSAE. Is like the more you concentrate on that old storyline, the less I care. The more you make it reflect back on him now, the more I care. So the ending works great, mm-hmm. but right. it's just it's like it starts with that and ends with that, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Which is not to say it's bad. Yeah, no, I, I just feel like what you're a, it just missed the meatiest part of that story for me as an mm-hmm. audience member. Yeah, I, I think that's totally fair. That makes sense. Damn. <laughs> I so, that. I mean, fuck you, bro, you piece better. of shit. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Such a masochist. Um, was there anything else about that in particular you wanted to comment on? Apart from Jeremy mm. Renner being great, as I said before. I thought the guy who played the teacher, his acting was wonderful. Yes. I thought it was so beautifully done. I always, always, always love a teacher like that. Is gr- a great teacher who gets it. Who yep. gets it? Yeah. Always love that. Yeah. I always think of. Uh, it always makes you think of like the teachers that you love. And I do. I. Mm. I'm like. It's instantly. There's like mm-hmm. two or three people who come to mind. Yep. When I think of those teachers who like uh, had an effect on me and got it mm-hmm. and made me think differently. But yeah. It's nice to know that like even in Louis's memory, looking back, like he can see how wonderful this guy was, um, and that. Yeah, it was so sad when he lost lost him at the end. I thought that his, really affected me actually. Uh, for a while, I thought his daughter was just Lily in glasses. <laughs> they looked so similar. I thought no, they don't. Okay, sure. Uh, all right, let's get to what I think is the best part of this season, and that is the Pamela stuff. Because mm-hmm. we've all wanted Pamela to come back ever since. Yes, we've been dying he said, for I'll, it. I'll wait for you. What was it? Wave to wait, wave, wave to me. Wave to me. Wait, wait for, for you. you. <laughs> I'll wait for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's back. She is back. And after initially rejecting her because he's with Amia, mm-hmm. he decides to try and cash that check a bit later. <laughs> what a fucking, what a fucking dude. Um, oh, just just looking through my notes here, something I do want to comment on. The Pamela mm. stuff is good for this. It starts with a little bit of like an epilogue on the Amia stuff and how he's feeling sad. And he has the conversation with Dr. Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Just something I liked about this season in terms of continuity, the apartment building feels like the entire building now feels like a place to me. Yes, it like, does. Like yeah. when you see shots inside that foyer, I'm like, oh, I know where I am. I know that Dr. Bigelow lives over there. I know if I go up the elevator into 2B, that's where Ivanka lives or lived. He walks into her apartment mm. and it's just the couch the that's couch. left behind. And like- yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I didn't really think about that, but that's absolutely true. Like we we understand with the placement it's of things a place. now. It yeah. is a universe. Mm-hmm. It is a space. It is not just a bunch of stuff happening yep. to a character who's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. There is a persistence to this world now yeah. that I fucking loved. I cannot tell you how much that matters to me. Um, the So what? how'd this all go down? He... It meets up with Pamela again and they're sort of... What was the take her on a date yet? No, he hadn't taken her a date at that point. No, so they're just hanging out at the coffee shop or whatever, the diner. Oh, with the, um, with the mobs guys yeah. next to them who were discussing the... <laughs> the death of hit. someone. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, And then um, Pamela offers to babysit his kids while he does a show. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was lovely. Of um, her to do that. Yeah, lo- and <laughs> lovely her to do that. It's a nice offer, yeah. And just... I uh, just sort of liked how well she got with the kids as well. It seems they go yeah, on quite well. Yeah, it was well. lovely to see that. I was, and then it reminded me like, oh, that's right. She's a mum as well. I sometimes forget that she's a mum. 
And then this is the bit where he tries to kiss her, right? Mm. Is when she's leave, leaving to go. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is this is quite creepy. I don't know. The do you find this? Do you find this more or less weird than the Arnia stuff? More. Yeah. I think, Wait, let me think. Like, I think it's. I, I, I think it is. It's hard to say appropriate. I think it's more fitting of his relationship with Pam. I agree with knowing that. Knowing yes. Pam and knowing their relationship. Yes. That it felt like it belonged in their relationship, if that makes sense. That's an awful. I'm not saying that she deserves <laughs> to be forced into I'm a not kiss. asking for it. Was she brought? That's not what I'm saying at all. But we know that she's resistant, even. She's you can understand hard to where, admit, like, his, like, frustration is coming from and perhaps his motive more or, or like how that situation occurs um, with Pamela than it does with what's her face. And mm, this is, this is exactly why I like this episode, the the Pensatucky episode that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it makes clear that it may, it doesn't ever ask the question of whether she was or wasn't sexually abused, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because I'm about to suggest that I think it's easy to say that she that he she was forced into kissing Louis. Yeah, right. But I but I think there's an argument that she wasn't the way that the show presents it. That oh boy, this is this is gonna sound awful. I even came out of my mouth. I already hate myself for saying this. The she, if she really didn't want to be there, she she wouldn't have let him do it. Right, because ultimately she does let him do it, and she says yuck. But she's also a sarcastic person. She's also a person that's constantly trying to avoid her feelings and all those sorts of things as well. Someone can say yes, but if you have to coerce them in any way to say True. yes, yes, kind of nullifies that. I agree. I'm not con- – did he coerce her? Boy, I almost want to watch that scene again. Look at where his – where his the arms bit where are. he's pushing her into the corner, yeah, I know. And like it's... his hand is over the door, and her back's to the door. <sighs> yeah. And she's clearly said no many times. I don't want this. Get off me. <laughs> Several times, many times, and then he goes in for a kiss. Like she, she lets him ultimately. Yeah, but you're does, right, she's she cornered. Does let him, yeah, you're right. But she lets him because she's cornered. Is that why? Or is it because she secretly again, it sucks to say that because it's not because it shouldn't be an excuse. You're right. You are right. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. But the thing is, like, if he does want to do that, and if he's like so frustrated and like he and he knows that she does want something from him. Yeah. As a grown man, need to use your fucking words. You don't need to be grabbing at a woman and like forcing her to have sex with you or to kiss you. Yes. Yes. She's not someone who communicates with her words though. No, she she doesn't. She doesn't communicate with the words. Her words are weapons. Her words are a way of keeping people away. So trying to fight her with words is not going and fight her. It's already a bad thing too. But trying to communicate with her that way is not always going to work. Not always, no. Or Um, if ever. But I think I'm playing devil's advocate again because yeah. I think you're 100 right that it's that it's gross. Yeah. No, I think, and I think it, it, towards the end we see this. Louis figures out that he can use his words and show his vulnerability and feelings. And while she not be able to be able to reciprocate in the way that 
he maybe expected or might have wanted, she does have other ways of like expressing things. So she responds to his words. It's interesting it's like because they do affect her. So, so but she may not respond in the same way. Okay. So that was uh, that was a creepy moment. He gets his <laughs> he caught, sort of kisses at her and she doesn't really kiss back and then they leave and then they the next episode next Pamela episode which is after the I've got a feeling by the way I think the in the wood stuff was meant to happen after um the it was meant to be the ending of the season but that's just me that they put them there mm. they switched it up but anyway it doesn't matter. Mm. Not inconsequential. No, there's no way that that last scene with Pamela, that was totally meant to be the last scene. Okay. The, he calls her, asks her on a date. She agrees. They go on a fucking awesome date. It is an awesome date. I love everything about that yeah. whole sequence. The bit in the postmodern art ex- exhibit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> everything about that is beautiful. And yeah. I don't know how scripted that was. Mm. If someone else set that up and they just let them react... But she is amazing in it. Yeah. Her reactions to it are incredible. They have incredible chemistry and she oh. is so like charismatic and charming. And, yeah. So charismatic and charming. Mm-hmm. Found yeah. that whole thing amazing. You can see why when, you know, obviously <laughs> Louis met her, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a shit ton of stuff with you because yeah. you're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love the whole sequence. And then they go get dinner and they go to Central Park at night. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then have the picnic sort of thing and then watch the meteor shower. Mm. Again, her reactions, there was nothing up there, but she was so good she at reacting. Was so, I was like, That's, was that s- is actually how you would react. Yeah. You would be like, oh my God, it's beautiful. You'd be like, oh my God, yeah. oh my God, it's another yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. <laughs> oh my God, Louie. Yeah. And then good. the bit where she's like, you did good here. Yeah. And then like, that is a great example of like how he was able to find another way to sort of get through yeah. her defenses. Definitely. Yeah. That moment was really well learned. I love that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then they go back to his apartment and she's like, going to use the toilet and then she's going to go. Yeah. And then she goes to go and then he tries to stop her and then she says she's leaving and he gets fucking pouty and childish and goes and has a sook on the couch. I, in some ways, find that worse <laughs> That is bullshit emotional manipulation. That's even worse. But that's Louis. Like, that's what he does. Like, even when he was frustrated and wanted to sleep with... What's the Hungarian chick's name again? Amia. Amia. Um, Yeah, like, he gets... Like, he he wants what he wants and he gets, like, pouty if he doesn't get it and then he kind of, like, yeah, forces his way in there. That seems to be what he does this season. Mm. What have we seen that, like, three times? That's a good point. He's he's not a good... We've known this for a while, though. Ever since he walked or stalked that black uh, cashier woman home. Yeah. See, I always thought that was like a one-off, like, kind of crappy episode anomaly. I think every season he's had at least one creepy moment. Mm, Whereas, like, there was quite consistent this season and I think that helped put me off a bit. Interesting. Yeah. Um, ultimately, though, she comes around and... For better or worse. And they do their little flirty taking Photo photos of each thing. other underwear and then genitals until they finally end up sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Um, they wake up the next day when the kids come home, are brought home by Janet and mm-hmm. Noel, what's the name of her partner? Whatever his Doesn't name know. is, no one guess. No Patrick? One does he have a, does he have a line apart from... Oh, yeah. He's like, can I, I use the toilet? And oh, then Louis right. shuts <laughs> the door yeah, in was, his face, was which good. was very funny. Yeah. Um, 
And then they have that sweet moment. She obviously gets along really well with the kids. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's episode 13. The season's over. What a lovely place to end. Oh, no, there's another episode. Yep. And I was like, I panicked at that stage. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to fuck this completely. There's mm-hmm. one episode le- left. This is going to go down in flames. It doesn't, which no. is nice. Um. I'm trying to remember what happens in that episode. Oh, she's spending time around him and she sold all his furniture, um, yep. which is a weird move. I don't really understand what that was good Sometimes or bad. Sometimes she does things that are a little too um, Pixie Dream Girl, like a little bit too twee, a little bit too like, oh, I'm gooky. And I'm like, hmm. They're both much. just assholes too at much, the end of the day, much. I think. Yeah. Um, That's why they're so good for each other. Yes. I like that Pamela is so flawed or shown to be flawed that like Louis can't ignore it and is and like tries to deal with it and we see the way like he's like great with his kids and he like understands their feelings and like wants to find a way to connect and communicate with him and he's great at that like he doesn't have a problem connecting with his kids and I also see that with Pamela yeah like he can like he's not Punching above his weight seems wrong, but like emotionally, I guess, punching above his weight or like dreaming of like this perfect woman. And sometimes he, yeah, like I said, projects that onto women. And so there's like a disconnect there. Sure. But whereas Pamela, it's so there in his face that like, yeah, it feels nice and organic and he's able to have like a genuine connection with her. Yeah. Um, And so they end up, she ends up, they end up going back to her place. He wants to, what do they want to do? He wants to do something and she tells him to leave. Oh, she wants him to, he wants her to say, I love you. Yeah. That's right. And then she won't. So he does his fucking pouty bullshit again and leaves. And then she asks him back and she's made the bath that she offered him back in like season Yeah, she's like, like, do you remember this? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and at that moment I was like, I remember that too. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then she this the bath together and it's wonderful and sweet mm-hmm. and it overflows like it was always going to. Yeah. I looked at that water and went, that's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's going everywhere. I'm like, oh, I think they've made a mis- like design <laughs> choice there that is wrong. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it made sense. And Louis takes his shirt off. Yes. Which I was like, fuck, I hope he does. I hope he does. It's, it felt like some weird victory. It he was. Took it off, yeah. And then that was the end of the season and it ended on a black, black screen and credits rolling, which the show never does. And that was it. And I was sort mm-hmm. of like, I hope there's no more because I don't think you can get a better ending, better ending to this show. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do in season five. I'm actually worried about season five now. It's eight episodes, which is probably a good thing. But I'm like, I don't know what you can do with this except make this relationship crash and die. And you, I kind of just want it to... I, I really hope that it doesn't crash and die because I'm, I'm overseeing Louis date. I kind of hope that they don't mention it at all and just dating is not a part of it. Even if Pamela isn't in it, we just assume that she's around mm-hmm. and that they're, that they're fine and yeah. it's about other things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm over the dating thing. Yeah. Well and truly. Agreed. All right, I've got a couple of little side note things to talk about. Number one was something I should have brought up from the Pamela stuff actually. Mm-hmm. Pamela talks about explicitly how the kids are white if Janet <laughs> is black. Yeah. I this is the fourth wall, slightly fourth wall breaking yeah. I'm talking about. It's like, like I just are like, they mentioning that. I don't okay. even know what fucking like what it, what are you trying to say because at this point? I think everyone before that bit of dialogue had assumed it was just part of, you know, Louis the show's consistent like crazy casting or just kind of like changing up casting or really doing whatever they want. I mean Janet is white in a flashback, but this but it, apparently the 
color of this character is not just kind of a part of its surrealist stuff that it does. She's actually black or, yeah, and that's and the kids are actually white. That's the bit that confuses me, particularly the flashback. Mm. Because if she's white in the flashback, one of them is incorrect, surely. <laughs> right? Which one and why is one of them inc- Well, oh, I mean, boy. we saw garbage men enter Louis' house oh, yeah, right. this season. Yeah. I, I don't think it's something that you really need to what, do a deep dive. That's reality? <laughs> start I did laugh a lot in that scene. I like that a great. lot too. Yeah. I, guess, I guess, if anything, it's a comment on like our assumptions. Like, oh, she's white in the flashback. That means she's really white mm. and that the black casting is just the stunt casting. Oh, no, the white casting is apparently the stunt casting and it's just this weird, apparently Lily and Jane are freaks of nature who somehow haven't picked up the, like, skin coloration. Well, coloration. I mean, Louis is half Mexican and he looks like he's full blood Irish. That's a good point too. So, yeah. Who, but, but, but a character inside the world comments on this. <laughs> yeah. Then again, the news talks all sorts of rubbish and doesn't make any sense. So, I, why, why do, do genetics have to? Mm. Um, Louis mentions when he goes to visit Dr. Bigelow, that his doctor has died. As in Ricky Gervais? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why they put that in. Um, like, what's that about? R.I.P. I guess cause just because, like, Ricky Gervais is either too rich or too busy to come back. Maybe so. they hate each other now. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Was like, oh, I hope Gervais they hate each other and that's why he wrote that he died. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, there's a bit also in that episode when he first meets Dr. Bigelow, the back episode, where he talks about like the human, sp- you're using your back wrong. Yeah. The human spine is Did not Did you like evolving. that because you're a chiropractor? I fucking loved it. And I want to steal it. <laughs> like that whole sequence, just like, you come in your back, back pain. will feel better in like 20,000 years. When I, we've- I just want to like just play evolved, them that clip. Yeah. I just want to like, if anyone has any questions, like, why is my back sore? Click. <laughs> that, that explain it for you? That's basically it. That's what it comes down to. You should be thankful though, because uh, helps pay your bills, doesn't it? What every human being is using their back wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's great. Ka-ching. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was mainly it. I'm out of notes. You got anything else you want to add to this at all? Have you ever watched Lucky Louie? No. What's that? It's the sitcom that Louie made for HBO with Pamela. That's how he met her. The What's when you say a sitcom, like live studio audi- audience? Sitcom. Like so, like like that sequence that we got a couple of seasons ago of him making a sitcom. Similar, except what he was doing with HBO was kind of like a new new version, of like you know, like the Honeymooners. Yeah, 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 like that. So it was kind of like everything looked really cheap and grimy, like the set did, um, and the jokes were like they said like fucking stuff in it, but it was it felt like you know according to Jim or like one of those sure, yeah, yeah. yeah CBS sitcoms or whatever. It's it was really jarring to watch, but it's very interesting. Lucky, I only Louis. watched the pilot. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. That sounds really yeah. interesting. No, I have not seen that. All right, let's start wrapping things up. This ended up being a short episode. You were right. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite and least favorite episodes. What's your favorite episode, Damask? My favorite episode is So Did the Fat Lady. Why is that your favorite episode? I laughed a lot in it. I thought the dialogue was great. It was fun to see um, Louis riff with a new character. I love the character of Vanessa. The last scene where she's talking about, you know, very frankly about what the experience of being a fat woman is, Mm -hmm. um, which I found really interesting and not something that we really ever get a true honest perspective of. 
Um, yeah, I just thought it was really well written and it was funny and really well balanced. Yeah. What's yours? My favorite episode is episode 13, Pamela Part 2, which is, the I was talking about earlier, the date in the postmodern art exhibit mm. and yeah, the date in um, Central Park. And then, yeah, I just, I, it, it was great to see, even though, again, the show has never really had continuity, they've decide that it does now and I've always wanted Pamela and Louis to sort of be together. I've always liked that pairing. They seem to be the right coupling. Mm-hmm. And so to see that happen, I, I'm i a sucker for sentimentality. Like yeah. Parks and Rec is built on <laughs> saccharin. Like it is like not only – what's the name of the sweets company in Parks Sweetums. and Rec? Sweetums. Not only is Sweetums like the industry <laughs> of choice for – for Pawnee, it is what the show is like. It's made of sugar and sweetness. And I, for a show that could be so cynical, I was sucked in on that. And Fair I like that episode for it. Yeah. I don't fucking care. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for love. Fair enough. Least favorite episode. My least favorite would have to be episode two model. Right. For all the reasons stated above, yeah, you just I, didn't I like I that character. Don't, don't like that character at all. And I didn't find it funny. Hmm, okay. I found Jerry Seinfeld funny in it. Where, like his just absolute I love dis- dismay. His villainousness. <laughs> he's just That's he so is true. the he really worst is a guy. In this show. He is the yeah. bad guy. And I yeah. like that Jerry Seinfeld is willing to play that because I think I don't think Jerry Seinfeld I think a lot of people think Jerry Seinfeld's a bit of an asshole. Yeah. I like that he's willing to lean into that for the sake of this yeah, show. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I gives him gotta give him credit for that. Yeah. So I I guess I I like Maybe the first half of that episode, but I just really did not respond well to the actual model part of the episode. I do you forgive it all when you realize all of that stuff with her, the like unrealistic character that she is, is a setup for the point where he for you just don't like the, the end joke doesn't work for you anyway, does it? No, like, it doesn't. Okay, sure. Because yeah. I think it's like yeah, if it if it tried to go anywhere actually like deep with that at all, it would have failed because it would have been unrealistic. Mm. Um, but because it takes a hard left turn, yeah, the joke's not the funniest joke in the world, but I enjoyed it for what it was, I guess. It was silly. Fair enough, yeah. But it I just wasn't strong enough, really. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. What my, about you? My least favorite episode remains episode 11 in the woods part one. Again, it's not a bad episode. It certainly is better in retrospect once you add the second half of that story to it. I just sort of found myself, yeah, it was telling to me, at least at, to, up to that point, was telling a pretty by-the-numbers story of a kid in school, which mm-hmm. has got to be one of like how, what it's like to be a teenager or is one of those told so many times stories, I don't think I need another version of that. Mm-hmm. And... Especially, I think, reflecting back on it when we were talking, that Louis, now Louis was just a little too removed from that story mm. to make it meaningful for me at that stage. Yeah. I you wanted a better balance. Yeah. It was missing yeah. that balance for me. It gets there later. But if I have to like look at an episode and go, which By one itself, didn't yeah. achieve what I want from an episode to achieve, that one did not. Mm-hmm. Not without second part. That, again, is not to say it's bad. Overall, I like what that is and it's better than 90% of stuff on tele- television. Mm-hmm. Final score and rating. Can you go first? Because I'm actually still thinking about it. Sure. I'm going to give it 4.5 and it w- I was tossing up between 4.5 and 5. Wow. I was fucking loving this season. Mm. And even up until before staying this conversation, wasn't sure. 
Yeah. I think it is the culmination of what Louis has been up to this point in a lot of ways. It built up. It was able to just... I think it's brave to go, fuck that old format for what that was doing. Let's actually inject some continuity. It, we mm. risk becoming more like other shows, but I think I've got... I think there's enough here to tell that and to make people care and it worked on me and I like that a lot. I think you raised a lot of good points and criticisms that are worth uh, worth considering in the score, but ultimately I was... Going from episode to episode with a smile on my face, like yeah. really enjoying it. So, 4.5 for me. That's good. Uh, I don't think my rating is actually going to be as low as perhaps you think it will be. Like my rating for it is four stars. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I think it's – I know I came out with like a lot of criticisms. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like victimized on behalf of Louis. I'm so sorry. No, I, I have been practically begging for continuity in this yeah. show. And I got it. I was hoping you would respond um, to it. I thought you would. I'm actually really surprised. Yeah, it's just a shame that I didn't connect in any way to the love story in Elevator. Yeah. Um, but I loved the Pamela stuff. I loved the In the Woods stuff. Yeah. I um, enjoyed the Fat Lady episode. And I didn't need a laugh every 10 minutes or even every episode. Like I found it- We didn't it even inc- talk about that. That it just is a so- like way less jokes than yes. this. And that was fine with me. I, I no didn't problem. have any issue with that at all. I think agree. the writing is so incredibly strong in yeah. this show. I think for the most part, the directing is fantastic. The editing, really enjoy that. I It's just, it is a solid season. I feel like- And I, I, and I think I enjoyed it more than season two and three. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, for me, I enjoyed it more than any season of Louis so far. Yeah, I think um, it's on par with season one for me. Okay. Um, I think because I gave that a four as well. The the thing I sort of wish I communicated better, actually, just thinking back a little bit, is we we're talking about the elevator stuff. We kept coming back to, I don't know, I, I wish I talked about a, a few more specific moments. Like I love the sequence where Louis has taken uh, Jane out of school and they're sitting on the park bench. And he's asking, like, what's going on? Mm. And she talks, I think, as much as you don't like that character, you find her annoying, like she talks about her frustrations with school mm-hmm. and the problems she has with communicating with her teachers. And I liked, I loved the way that was written. I liked that little moment between mother, with father and daughter. Mm-hmm. I really, I love, there are sequen- other sequences with, with Janet that I want to talk about, like the bit in the diner after, it's like, can we go for a, talk and they after the he's taken home after that moment mm. and they start talking and louis just like i can't argue with right now i'm too emotional i really like that as well. like just really beautifully written performed Very directed honest, yeah. honest scenes mm-hmm. about what it's like to try and be yeah have this uh parenting relationship with this person that you're no longer in a romantic relationship with yeah, I think Sharing Louis C.K. Parenting. is one like his, a lot of his dialogue is wonderful. Really good. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, and again, not always funny. It. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't have to be. And I think it's mm. slowly as we've progressed through the show, it's become less and less about being funny, and that's fine. Which we knew was coming. Oh, I knew was coming. Based, we've talked at this before as yeah. well. That conversation I had with that guy at that party one time, who was like, "Oh, it stopped being funny," and I fell off the wagon with it. Mm. I'm more on the wagon with it now than I, I mean. I've always been on the wagon. I really I appreciate what this show is mm-hmm. evolved into. Yeah, I'm curious, really curious about season five. Okay. I, I just want to 
say one more thing. This season of Louis, I am much more likely and probably will maybe in the future, much more likely to rewatch than the other seasons. Right. Okay. I'd be happy to revisit this. Maybe you should maybe maybe six months where between seasons of Master <laughs> of None when that's not so fresh in your yeah. mind. Yeah. Just like poisoning yeah. the waters. Yeah, that's that's perhaps what's happened, yeah. Uh will you keep watching? Yeah, I want to see season five. Yes, I do. I but you're go worried, in. Aren't you? I am a little bit. I'm not worried. I don't think it'll ever be bad. Right? Mm. I think it may have peaked though. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what another season can do. Mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting. Just I'm trying to look at like I'm like trying to piece together the evidence here. It's only eight episodes long and we haven't got another season coming, even though there was plans to be one, maybe. It's like, did he just sort of get and he's gonna do Horace and Pete and stuff like that? Did he just kinda of get bored? Did he just sort of go, I'm running out of stories for I this show? I think he was yeah, done with it. I think he couldn't think of anything else to do and he didn't want to push it. And that well, which I respect a lot, but mm-hmm. it makes me go, Oh, maybe the next season isn't gonna be as good. Yeah. But who knows? It's you know, possible. going in with low expectations is not a bad thing. That's just gonna, you know, make me happy when it's good, hopefully. I think I'm like I'm quite hopeful because I want to see more of Pam. So if I don't get that, I'm probably gonna be really disheartened. I hope there's lots of Pam in it too. Yeah. I'm worried they're gonna break up. I'm yeah. worried that exact scenario we talked about before yeah. is gonna happen. I hope it doesn't. But I'm worried it will. Yeah, it would be nice to have her around. It would be. Any other thoughts? Anything else? Are we done? Do we talk enough about Louis season four? I feel like there's. I feel like there's so much more that happened, but like it's really hard for me to like place what happened when when a lot of the episodes have the same name. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like. Do you I have just, specific moments in mind? I can help you try and re create you know no that's the thing i can't think of them whereas like in the past we've talked about it, like oh the episode that's called exactly what it's about or exactly what happens well, in it that's and the i thing. can't I, do that with this season i mean what did you have an opinion on the sequence where ivanka is stuck in the elevator like the sequence sort of starts the whole storyline of their Arnia. little yeah meet cute kind of thingy yeah do i have any opinions on i liked it yeah you like that sequence yeah no I, I thought that was I thought Ellen Burst. I'm sorry. I can't say her name. I'm sorry. Burstein. Burst. I'm sorry. Bernstein. Uh, b- Bernstein. Burst. Burst. Oh. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Anyway, I. She was brilliant in it. She actually mm. was like, oh, she's a scared little old lady. And then just the, the fact that Louis just does not see, um, Amia. 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 But like, takes it three times. Three Caesar. Uh, yeah, he's like completely ignorant to the fact that she's there, and then obviously. They have a little moment with her freaking out. You know, I, I really like that. There are lots of things that I really liked. It's just... Did you like the sequence where... Are we just going sequence by sequence I'm just tr- I'm just trying to it. think of... I'm just trying to think of things. Like you were saying, you feel like there are moments we've missed or haven't discussed that we should have. I'm just trying to think of the standout things that we haven't discussed yet. There's the... What about the second time that Ivanka is stuck in the elevator because she's choked choking on a Mentos? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't l- like that sequence I didn't like... Much. I like that we got to see Dr. Bigelow... Yeah, but I yeah, I thought that was stupid. Yeah, I thought that was dumb too. It just yeah. didn't feel it at a time when you were trying to build continuity in a bit of a world. Mm. Just the whole thing seemed a bit naff. Yeah, she just sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm okay now, yeah. Oopsie Daisy. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Yeah, I just wasn't breathing for five minutes. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that mm. that uh, I felt was a bit weird. That's the thing. It be, it there aren't enough, or there aren't 
as many like little individual stories anymore because mm. they all ended up being parts of a bigger story. Yeah, that's there true. There were individual scenes involved. All, that's the thing. There were less characters that are introduced for one thing and then go again. Mm. It's continu- With that continuity, weirdly, we've lost some of our landmarks. It's like yeah, that's true. We what we have is a longer overall story to ruminate on, mm. rather than oh, there was that sequence with that person, that sequence with this character that I've introduced, that sequence with this friend. Long lost yeah, friend we can't like that. go into a critique of like Catholicism because that episode doesn't exist. Like that kind of episode doesn't exist this season. There was a moment about that. There was a moment about at least about private school and stuff like that. And like they oh talked yeah, about- and his anxiety, like yeah, his. Anxiety about money and then, yeah, being and taken away out of the real and, world yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. Which I, I – most of his arguments are my arguments about, like, public school versus <laughs> private school. But anyway, yeah, I agree with him on that stuff. I think that's it. Let's that's not try and force yeah, a conversation. Yeah, no, I, I think that I think that's We'll it. make a part two. If we decide we've gone, <laughs> oh, shit, we forgot to talk about this thing, yeah. we'll uh, make an addendum. Mm-hmm. If you would like to contact us, you can do so on Facebook by searching for Hunting Seasons. You can find us on Twitter at HuntingsCast. That's Hunting S Cast. You can email us at HuntingSeasonsPodcast at gmail.com, which is a great way to contact us if we did forget something, if there's something you wish we talked about or yes, you want to tell us to blow it out our ass. You can find me on Twitter at B Gordes, B G O R D E S, Damask. Maskimu, M A S K. K-Y-M-O-O. Special thanks to Sean Kirkpatrick for our wonderful Hunting Seasons logo and graphics. You can find his work at seankirkpatrickdesigns.portfoliobox.net or by searching for him on Instagram at Draws and at Comics. And thank you to Jordan Calavis for writing and performing our theme song. You can find his work at soundcloud.com slash classicjrex. That's classic J-R-E-X. Please, 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 please think about or please go out there and give us a review on iTunes. We've had a few people do it. We've actually got reviews now. A couple what? of really nice ones. Um, nice. All five stars so far. So, you know, keep yeah. that train rolling. But we need more. We always need more. <laughs> yes. uh, if we are going to get noticed by people, we need you to review us. So, please do that for us. Mm-hmm. And that is it for now. Next uh, episode, I'm not sure what it'll be. It might be Louis season five next, I think, but depends on what order we decide to release these in. It's all a bit up in the air at the moment. All this good TV keeps coming out, and we have to keep no, talking we have about to, like it. putting things back and putting things forward. Things have been shuffled. And, it's all yeah. over the place at the moment, so I won't. Uh, I'm not going to uh, commit to anything right now. You'll just have to wait and see. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening to Hunting Seasons. We'll see you next time. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.